0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Monday, so it's time for Shapiro World. And Shapiro World is all about David Shapiro from Sassman Securities in Johannesburg. David, I want to go back to Friday, if I can. Because I was, I was chatting away to a couple of people on Friday afternoon and things weren't that bad but there was there was sort of a nervousness about the market, and when I say the market, I mean the U.S. equity market. And then suddenly, you know, I switched off a bit. I think I watched a football match, incidentally, which is not unusual. And then about ten o'clock my time, I, and I looked at my screen. And, goodness me, there was a rout in the United States, and I thought, well, this doesn't look good. Maybe Monday's going to be one of those sort of black or even maybe not black but grey Mondays, and it hasn't really panned out that way. But the point is that the market almost said to itself... Interest rates are rising, inflation is rising, Mm. there's a war on the fringes of Europe and things are not looking good and May is coming up. And so it went on. And I said to myself, why haven't people seen this before? Why is it suddenly happening now? What is your interpretation of Friday and then we'll come to Monday?
1: I think that it's an accumulation of things. And then eventually um, I think investors say, okay, I've had enough, you know, I'm getting out for whatever reason. And I think up to then there's there's a, um, hoping for some good news on whatever front. I, I find it very difficult to articulate and to explain. I, you know, even though we've been feeling nervous, you've always got um, an underlying feeling that, or a hope that things may be stabilised. You know, maybe we're not reading it properly, but I think this is a kind of blow off that uh, we needed. Um, when I say blow off, we've had a few of these along the way, and uh, you know, hopefully, I think when I, hopefully that uh, at these levels we'll start to see better economic data coming through and things stabilise. But you can't bank on it. No. You know, don't don't bank on hope. That's that. Um, when I say hope, I, um, I mean it's um, you're 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 looking for. Better news, but uh, you can't rely or do anything until you see that news, until it becomes clear to you. So, um, until then, you just trade. You trade the market. You know, you just say, okay, it's weak, it's going to remain weak. I'm staying away from it. And uh, when when news changes, then you can decide, you know, what to do. It's just but, a blip, though, isn't you it? You
0: can't. It's, it, it it, is just I, a blip, isn't it? Of course, it is. I mean, I it's, it's just it's a, a, blip. a small blip. I, yeah.
1: Yes. I, I think. Yeah. I think it's a blip. Um, in in the sense that um, there will become you know things will start to turn around, but I think against the backdrop, don't expect a 2021 market, don't expect a 2020 turnaround. You know those kind of vibrant runaway markets. I think it's going to be it's going to claw its way up, you know, crunch its way up, simply because we are going into a period of higher interest rates. And uh, as those interest rates creep up, of course, there's alternative um, investments available. People will relook and say maybe bonds are attractive, maybe property is attractive. We know that liquidity is being withdrawn from the market, so um, it's going to be a lot tighter. So you're going to have to literally you know, do your homework a lot. You're going to do a lot more homework, and you've got to try to find those companies that are doing okay and doing well. You can't just throw a dart at the uh, dartboard at the newspaper and say, Oh, that sounds like a good company. So the game stops and those kind of shares I think are gonna find it more difficult to uh, to do well. And, and and we see it here, Lindsay. You can see it in some of the companies now. You know, all those smaller caps that everybody was crowing about, yeah, you know, doing well and had their had their day in twenty twenty one, I think starting to battle now.
0: Let me tell you about battling. I sent out a tweet around about lunchtime, South Mm. African time, and I just uh, called Mm. it the destruction of the diggers. In other words, companies that dig stuff out of the ground. And these have been the the stalwart of the JSC Mm. and also the stalwart of the Treasury as well because of the tax revenues from these companies that have done so well. And suddenly they fell in a heap and okay, we yeah. can understand that, but they yeah. almost led the commodity prices down. Cause I'm looking at my CRB index screen. Now it's flashing away in front of me crude oil and that's West Texas crude down 5.6% Brent crude down five and a half percent. What else have we got here? Yeah. Gold down 1.8 silver down yeah. 2.4. You can go on and on and on. Palladium. Everything's palladium.
1: down. Uh, I haven't got palladium, palladium 10%. Though. Yeah.
0: Mm. It's quite extraordinary. Mm. And suddenly mm. people said, Well, that's nice. We've made an, an enormous amount of money, um, but now we're getting out. What was the trigger? Is a strong the US dollar China. or what? Or China no, this China. morning? China.
1: Not, China. Yeah. Tell me about but China. Having shut down Shanghai, Yeah. there's near, now fears that they're going to shut down Beijing. Yeah. And uh, a, uh, you, know, you mm. You're cutting uh, 20, 40 million people spending people you know i know that china is big but i mean you are basically these are this is the heartland of china so you're cutting it off and of course uh, there are going to be implications for the global economy you just you're going back to lockdown you know we're going back to, uh, to the early days of the pandemic so i think that's the fear and the fear is that china regardless of what we feel about it is still an enormous consumer of materials and um, you know it's it's a spender and, and particularly where it comes to oil where it comes to uh, commodities so i think that's where the reverses come don't you find and it this rather, against-
0: don't you find it rather mm-hmm. draconian though because if you look at the statistics i mean for example um, shanghai yeah. had 19 either 19 deaths or 19 new cases or something yes, and and, yes, and yes, they cl- yes. and they close it down and how many people yes Many, many millions. I I, I get lost with the millions in in China, but they they close it down. What is the reason for that? Do they know something? Are they not telling us the correct statistics or the real statistics? Or are they just being, as I said, again, draconian?
1: What is the reason for this? It is draconian. I don't know. That's the way that they're approaching it. You know, zero COVID. But I think what we're learning in so many other countries is that you just got to let it go. You know, and and people build an immunity for it. And I think the other thing is that I don't think they've necessarily got um, uh, the right kind of vaccine. They're not taking the Western vaccines. They're using their own, which don't appear to be effective or as effective. Yes. So, um, you know, it is one of the points. Look, they're a very stubborn nation. Um, don't want to turn to the West for help. So um, this is the way they approach it. It's an authoritarian country. They, they lock people up. You can't get access to food or whatever it is. I mean, it is it's it's um it's it's harsh do you Um, know what they do that's how they
0: approach it just Mm. on on that note and maybe some people don't know about this but there was uh, several housing complexes you know it was a rented housing complex for example one in in shanghai and the authorities knocked on the door and said right you've got to get out now because we're turning this into a vaccine almost like a vaccine hotel and you, you people will be isolated in this place. So you get kicked out as a family Mm. and other people are put in there to be in isolation. It's quite astonishing. Can you imagine that happening anywhere else in the world? (laughs)
1: Of course not. Apart from North Korea. That's China. No, I mean, that's when you live in an authoritarian country, that's what they can do. And you can't, you had, you don't have rights. You don't have human rights. So, uh, but that's what's caused the market. I think, I think that, you know, China is going back to the, the days of the 20, you know, of 2020, um, it's, it's, it's been a dramatic, uh, cut in a couple of months for the chi- for Chinese stock. I was looking at a nice person process and I remember I came under huge criticism because we eased some people out, um, at a time, you know, when there was that switch yeah. and, uh, just, just felt that, okay, this is enough. I don't like what they're doing. Um, I'm, ge- I'm getting out, whatever it was and I came under a lot of criticism. Uh, from clients, you know, from, for, for doing it for whatever. When I look at the prices since then, you know, people don't, don't come back and say, well, you were right. And I didn't think I was going to be right. You know, I took a chance. You didn't I want to be didn't. right, I but felt, you were right. I didn't want, yeah, I didn't write because I felt that we were too overexposed to something that was concerning me. Yes. And, uh, when I look at the prices now, I mean, they're dramatic, dramatic falls even from that day. So you know we, we're just we're just going further and further downwards. So you know our market, which was which we were, I'm talking the JSC, mm. that you know we were celebrating in the early months because of exactly what you said. The mining stocks were lifting us; money was flowing into banks, and retailers were stable. Uh, you know we've now fallen below seventy thousand. Yes. So having been up around about. Seventy five. I think at one state six or seven cents as as seven percent. Yes. We've reversed from that and we've fallen now below six. So we're we're down, I estimate now at about four percent, five percent down, you know, uh, on the year. Um but that's having come from that level. And and, and a lot driven down by those by mining stocks. i Lindsay, I haven't seen anglers take a dip like this ever. I no. can't remember. I can't remember. Just, it's, it's yeah. a massive company, you know, it's not as massive as it used to be, but John. this, is, this right. is
0: extraordinary. Before right. we get on to the company-specific stories and the impact on the South African economy and the fiscus, let's have a look at uh, geopolitics just very briefly because yeah. it is quite right. important. Look at right. President Xi. Look at Putin, look at Kim, look at obviously your tiny economy and it's got nothing to do with things apart from the fact that he might be launching um, uh, some sort of rocket that can have a nuclear warhead on it, Erdogan in Turkey... It seems Certainly. to be a trend. It seems to be growing as well. There are certain leaders that are uh, becoming quite influential, and I find it a quite disturbing trend and, um, from a personal point of view and also from a financial markets point of view. Do you see, that, oh, yeah. do you see it's moving yeah. that way, those, yeah. those people that well, I've just I, mentioned?
1: i tell you what's allowing it. i tell you what's open the way is that um, Western government, if you look at the U.S. Or wherever you look at West, they are there. Even if you look at France, I mean, even if you take a look at the French election, Mm. the population's polarized. There's extreme left, extreme right, or I I don't want to classify people, but there's people both sides of the spectrum, but there's no no middle ground, and and that's a worry. So if you look in the United States as well, it's along party lines. The Democrats feel one way, the Republicans another. And there's no talking. They don't talk to each other. They hate each other. And every political contest is along those lines. They're bitter, nasty. So you've got a wee, you know, you're looking at a, at, at a West that has got no outstanding leadership. There's no real statesman. I don't think Biden walks in and people, you know, uh, uh, tread wearily around him. I don't think they shudder when he enters into a room. Oh, no. You know, they respect his position. So I'm saying you haven't got that kind of leader, you know, who says, who's going to walk in and say, don't stuff with me. You know what I mean? So I, I think that, that, that one of the big issues, you know, around that is that because I think politics today is so polarized, there's just, and families, you know, wherever you go, there's, um, I mean, no matter which country, People are on opposite sides. They fight with each other over politics. So, so who are the centrists? You know, who's in the middle? <laughs> you know, thinking about America. I know everybody stands up and uh, sings songs when you go to, uh, um, when you know, when you go to baseball game or any of those games. Mm. They all pay allegiance to the flag. But I mean, they're anything but coherent. I know. So I think I think it's a problem. I think it's a massive problem with the West. It is a massive problem
0: and problem with the West tonight as well which mm. I uh, I'll mention this you don't have to comment upon it but there's a TV station launching tonight called Talk TV. It's hosted by Piers Morgan and he's interviewing mm. Donald Trump <laughs> tonight. And if mm. you could ever mm. come across two more has been people in in, in, in the world just <laughs> slapping each other on the back. Uh, I, I don't know, if you can find two more, then yeah. good luck to yeah. you. But the yeah. this is the sort of thing. It's a populist mm. it's a populist movement. Mm. And G mm. Putin, Kim yeah. Erdogan, and there's probably a few oh. others as well in African countries. Mm. I don't know. But anyway, as we speak, mm. the SP and um, well, 37 seconds ago, was down 1.4%. It's only down 1.1% at the moment. But, David, there's been some announcements on the JSC yeah. Securities Exchange today, uh, the Stock Exchange News Service, Fashini, Royal Baffer King, Sassel, Astral, Standard Bank, PSG, any of those companies that took your fancy or didn't take your fancy?
1: Um, nothing of great significance i think I think I've been watching the actual movements mm. uh, along the way. I looked at sas i don't you, you, you know what The thing is that when you look at um, SASL or you look at production reports, you've actually got to understand where you are. you've got to have a spreadsheet you've got to be an analyst so you can actually compare things and uh, you know uh, identify where where they are um i think with 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 astral as well even so it's almost um, you know a lot of these reports would worry me and and I say this for the us as well is they were in a you know they're historical they they didn't really apply to or haven't really applied to where we are or where we're heading uh, from now so I mean even astral you know they've had some very good numbers I think which depicted uh, a pickup in pricing and uh, and and also demand but i I worry about the food companies just digressing a bit is whether they you know at what point uh, are they going to be able to um, at what point do they stop passing on cost increases and do they take um, you know the take the cost increases um, at their margin in other words uh, lowering profits because i think that's what's going to happen globally in in in, in the food producers um and 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 when you look at the sea of red i'm not sure that anybody read the <laughs> read the what's the name statements read reads the um the Sens announcement there was nothing really out of standard bank i think it's nothing more now something
0: to do with the and, reporting to the international um, yeah. the, the the chinese mm-hmm. bank that's a mm-hmm. shareholder in them anyway mm-hmm. um, but the more important thing for the for the south african economy is that it's been reliant yeah, tax receipts mm. have um, have been boosted by uh, the boom in commodities and the boom in the prices of, of commodity companies and therefore they have to pay money to the Fiskers. Um this could be quite bad for the rand and I'm, I'm i'm surprised that